Divorce Double Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Rachel. Follow us as we dive into all the positive and negatives of post-divorce recovery. Stay tuned for some real and sometimes raw end-of-the-road divorce topics. Please put on your big pants because we're full of honesty, authenticity, and irrefutable truths. This progressive podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. Enjoy. Welcome, everybody out there, to Divorce Devil episode 106, 106. That's like four 25s and a six. <laughs> yes. Whatever. Uh, since it, it is the holiday season, Christmas season, we're going to talk about how or did we, or how or do we handle Christmas during our divorce recovery? Um, yeah. Like Christmas. I said, I have not like, really like, prepared for it. Like before divorce, during divorce, and after divorce. Well, in, okay, so bef- let's just start with before, of course. Yeah. Um, Everything was peachy. It was great. Everything was awesome. Well, no, here, here's the deal. When I was growing up, Christmas morning, this is what it looked like. It looked like my sister and I waking up really super early and telling our mom, hey, it's Christmas morning. Mom be like, okay. And like, there was no like excitement until she's had her coffee. She's done her thing. Now we've been up since five, five thirty, and she would yell from her room going, you can open your stockings, but don't touch anything else. Until I come so, down there. Yeah. So that was the control. And then in the morning, it'd be nine o'clock now, and we still haven't opened a present other than like getting the orange out of the bottom of your stocking Control. and whatever little gifts in them. Right. Uh, and uh, so uh, she'd have her breakfast. Control. She'd she'd have her coffee and her cigarette in the house, you know, just because that's what our parents did. And then we then it was okay. I'm passing them out. It wasn't like get a tree, like a gift from under the tree. You can pick it. It when was we had. To it was like segmented and delineated. We're doing yeah. this, this, this. And then it would like, she'd give you one, she'd give my sister one, she'd give my dad one, and she'd have one, and then we can all open them. And I was like, oh, wow, like, this really is her Christmas. So and that's, Christmas for me is like about the kids, right? So let's translate into before divorce. Yeah. Moving, and moving so forward. When I got into my marriage, I tried to just make it about the kids. And a lot of it was, it's going to be great. You open your stuff whenever. I would give my kids... Uh, Christmas Eve, our tradition was you can open one gift, and that my control was it was your Christmas pajamas, generally. So you could wear them the next <laughs> so, day. So you made sure that they opened the Christmas pajamas on Christmas so they Eve. they got their new Christmas that pajamas sucks. and they looked cute in their picture. What about right? the G.I. Joe? What about the Big Jim? Yeah, right? Well, yeah. you know, and all that stuff together. Little Debbie. Before was the tradition, and I think my ex and I did a really good job of making it magical because – I remember most of Christmas was fighting, arguing, yelling, this, that, you know, everybody got their gifts and then someone was pissed off that they didn't get what they wanted because we didn't have a lot of money. And so we always got one gift together. That was a big one. I remember getting like Nintendo and then finding out years later that my neighbor bought it for us. And so it was like, it was a great Christmas. It was one of the best Christmases I remember of like actually getting something we asked for and that wasn't clothes or socks or a coat or whatever. But I think when I had my own kids in my marriage, it was, let me make this how mine wasn't. And, and a lot of times it was grandiose. And I think now in divorce mode, because it's not grandiose, I'm stressing because it's not the same. So you haven't let it go. And I think this is the year that I finally was like, I can't be all the magic. And I've actually Saturday had like a nervous breakdown after work because the whole, the, the last two weeks have been like 
just so sad. this so this podcast is like on time. Exactly is, and I said when Damn. I when I got this thing, I go everything happens for a reason. This divorce, this podcast has helped me through. So we were talking about you and uh, you had lofty expectations about this Christmas. So it kind of jacked you up a little bit. Well, yeah. And I think the, the <clears throat> school that I work in, there's a lot of really poor children. And I grew up that way. And so I think a lot of my tradition of I didn't get much or I didn't like, you know, some years I got very, very little depending on like how much work my parents could do or whatever. And um I think reliving that with some of the kids in our school, like we have one little girl who's really sick. We have kids that have like literally nothing and we have parents who are assholes and tell their kids they have nothing, but yet, you know, they're living this lavish lifestyle while the kids are like smelly and dirty and all sorts of stuff. So it was really heart wrenching of like, what does Christmas really mean to me now? Mm -hmm. And you know, the grandiose Christmases that I had with my ex are, you know, I feel like a big responsibility. I need to keep that up. But I, and also I'm like, I'm so tired. Like I can't just be the one that does all the magic. And so, um, Saturday, like I said, I laid on the couch. I started to do some cleaning and I just had a break. I was just like, I have no Christmas spirit. And the only way but you do have a Christmas spirit, you don't have the old Christmas spirit. Yeah. And I think, you know, thanks to my daughter, who's 21, she's like, she came over last night and they helped her out presents and do that. And today we're doing cookies. And I think the simplicity of it is yep. actually what I think Christmas should be. You know, I have my kids here with me and, you know, I after After post-divorce recovery, you mean? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a job that I can count on. I have, you know, some financial, you know, freedoms now that I'm working. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that was happening in the last few years is coming to an end. And I think the new tradition is, you know, melding and blending, you know, Lance and my families. And what are our traditions that together? And, you know. So you make a new tradition, new Christmas. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's a really hard thing to come to, especially with divorce. It's so shitty and you're so sad for so long. And now like actually happy. You're like, oh, wow, this is what happy Christmas feels like. So do you feel guilty for being happy sometime? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So my, so my Christmas, let me interject here. So back when I was growing up, we had a great Christmas, you know, mom and dad, you know, they provided things were great. Um, I transferred that to my Christmas with my kids, and uh, we had a great time. Uh, matter of fact, I used to have like six Christmas trees in the house. I mean, I was in it, you know. Uh, I loved, yeah, I loved it. I yeah. love Christmas, uh, but I'm afraid of heights, so we never had lights above the second, above the first floor. That's a different story. But um, yeah, we had a shit ton of lights on the house, but nothing above yeah. the first floor. Yeah, like mailbox, bushes, everything, but nothing above the gutters, man, because that's that was not daddy's forte. So fast <laughs> forward. Because of vertigo. Oh, yeah. So fast forward to, to getting divorced. Um, mm-hmm. it, it got a little strange. And, you know, we did the the weekend, week, week off uh, parenting plan. And then we did... Um, we did every other holiday, but got to a point where the person I used to be married to got a little selfish and thought that all the holidays should be with the mom. So I kind of just let it go. Instead of going back to court and fighting it, I kind of let it go. So, so I kind of lost Christmas with my kids, lost Christmas, lost Thanksgiving. And it got to the point where I would 
transfer that was every day was Christmas. Every day I had with them was Christmas. You buying presents every day? No, 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 no. Just, just well, a fact. No, no, not, not, <laughs> well, the, not, blessing, the, right? not the selling day. Not, not the, not the, not the uh, gifts and stuff. But it is a blessing. And and I had them, you know, week on week off. And I just got to the point where, like, I didn't have them Christmas. Like, it was no big deal. Yeah. And so and Christmas, think- Christmas got, got, um, not demoralized. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, got disimportant. <laughs> Less important for me. It was a me. feeling yeah. more than a, an yeah. event. Yeah. So when Christmas comes, and Valerie and I have talked about this, and she she, she, she kind of calls me Scrooge because I don't like Christmas. It's, it's not that I don't like Christmas, but I don't propagate Christmas. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I've had – Yeah, because I've been divorced 10, 12 years. So I've got yeah. to the point where like Christmas, hey, you know, just another day. We're, we're, we're getting through it. But, you know, I can't think until I make it. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I think too, if it's important to your partner that you're with, you, you will make it what she wants. Because I think, you know, part of ours is the same way. Like, you know, Lance helps me make it what I think we want it to be. And I think my grandioseness of, you know, like in my old life, I had the 15 foot live tree that was like $400. I had all the, there was the presents were extending as far as they could. You know, let's keep up with the Joneses because we uh, talked about wow. that too. Episode, um, uh, episode what? Now episode eight of not giving a foot podcast. Yes. Yeah. So when talking about that, I think that comes into play with Christmas is because I don't need to keep up with anybody anymore. And I don't really want to like, I think it's very exhausting and we put such a priority on, you know, having the best gifts or, you know, get the hoverboard, get the time machine, get that. Well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And that puts a lot of stress. And I think not saying that dads don't make Christmas, but I feel like a lot of the pressure of Christmas is put not put onto moms or, you know, that single parent, whether it's just yep. mom or dad, you're now mom and dad and have to make the yep. same magic that you had when you were together and i think because when i was growing up a lot of times christmas morning was fine then we had breakfast and then it was someone's fighting because someone wants to watch this show or someone's doing that or you break the toy five seconds into getting it or the batteries you don't have enough batteries and there's a lot of chaos that goes to into christmas i feel like it's i think you know we talked about adult disney people (laughs) and i think we i think it goes along the line of that magical feeling isn't the place it's the people that you're spending the time with and it's the people that are at your home in the christmas morning going oh my god santa came you know so it it's really is figuring out what is important it's not about the day it's about the feeling and the memories that you make and you know the traditions that you keep or making new traditions or um blending traditions you know like my old life we would do everything around based around my ex's family christmas eve that was their day and then christmas morning either my parents were there or they weren't weren't and then christmas night again was at my in-laws because my parents were in my town i didn't mm-hmm. i lived next to my ex's family and so we had to make we had to make plans because they live, my, fa- my family lived three hours away, made plans to go do Christmas. And if we couldn't miss Christmas Eve or then we were, you know, thrown out of the will or Banishment. some bullshit. Yeah. You know, I so think the best thing we can stressful. do is we can tell people K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. You know, and keep, I think that's keep it, keep it simple. Now. Keep Thanksgiving simple. Keep Christmas simple. Keep birthday yeah. simple. Keep everything, every freaking thing simple. Yeah. And I yeah. think you, you really do. I think when you're divorced, 
the big moments. Like my daughter's graduating college in May and it's a big event. But then I also have to remember there's an ex and a girlfriend and me and mm-hmm. Lance. And, you know, there's all these moving parts that have to work to make it a memorable, not a, you know, I don't want chaos. Yeah. I don't want, I'm over that. I don't. I think the more simple you make it, the less chaos there is. And I think if you keep it simple yeah. and there's a little bit of chaos, like someone's fighting over politics or someone's now, fighting see, over this though. or yeah. we didn't get the turkey leg, it doesn't make it so crazy that you can't deal with it because no. you've kept everything else simple. If you just keep everything, ah, chaos, and you have to do all this, and you have to see the four yep. families, and this and that, like, there's no pressure here. Like, we even told, you know, the kids, like, if you can't make it here, Christmas, just see us, you know, like, Yep. If you need to do the five Christmases with your new family, do that. But just make time for us. Christmas Day Christmas doesn't, day. to me, Christmas Day doesn't matter. You can do it before, yeah. after, it doesn't yeah. flip and matter. I think when the kids are, are smaller, I think it matters. But when your kids yeah. are older, Christmas Day doesn't matter. Christmas Day well, we is just a, a day. Too, like, yeah. We wanted our kids to be home on Christmas morning. And then we finally broke that rule and we went to Disney for Christmas one year and we like packed the entire car for Christmas. Like I brought blow ups and all that stuff in the car and I made it like it would be if we were home, but they were also experiencing Disney, you know? So I think we kept some of the traditions. I keep, we, I think we, you know, are learning now out of divorce that, you know, the things that we shared together were great, but now this is mom's house. This is dad's house. And the traditions are probably going to live on through our kids that we had, but now there's going to be new things and new memories and new people to be concerned about. And I, I think we need to take some of the stress off of people that it doesn't have to be super grandiose, magical. It needs to be about the family and about, you know, the time and memories that you make together. Cause I was really feeling Grinch. I was like, I'm done. I can't do it. I'm not, I can't be the only one that makes everybody happy. I can't be the one that does all the shopping. I can't be the one that does all the planning or this and that. And you know, Lance is great. Like he really did. He really does step up and, you know, I'm not saying that my ex didn't either. I, you know, we had amazing Christmases because of him and because of my abilities to pull things together. And, you know, the kids got great gifts, but do they remember all the great gifts they got? Or do they remember the parents being together and, you know, having family and cousins and all that stuff? And that's what it really is. It's not about the, you know, I got to open a, you know, fancy new iPhone, but, and, you know, that, that those things aren't what really are valuable in the scheme of life. Like you don't, you know, when you're, when you're gone, people aren't standing up. They're like, I can, I'm so excited. She got me that hoverboard. Woohoo. That's what they're, that's not what they talk about. They talk about your kindness, your empathy, you know, your willingness to be there to talk to people. Yep. And, you know, they talk about your podcast and, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> How, you know, the people that listen to your podcast Podcasts are the, are the people you never would think would listen to your podcast. And we appreciate them all. Yes, yes. Hey, we, we appreciate everybody out there that listens. Um, um, we, we hope everybody's having a, had a great year and yeah. we wish you a greater year coming up. And uh, I think I'm a shout out again to all the places that listen. This is this is Do fun. It. And hopefully miss I- miss the one that, you know, uh, <laughs> And I'm fine with that, but because it's an extra viewer, and I hope she's oh, getting out. I, I hope wow. she hears my side of it, and okay. I hope anybody that does listen that you know we may not be as close as we were before. Um, when you listen to the podcast, you hear my side, and you know not everything I say is actually what I mean or feel or coming out of experience. But at that moment, it does. Life. Hey, at that moment in time, it, it means exactly what she means, what she says. 
<laughs> well, you know, I, I do think sometimes both of our opinions have to go on both sides. Of the I know that's kind of scary. And that's hard because if you have a really solid opinion about something or an event that happened and you have to see both sides of it, you can get caught in, you know, were you talking about me? Like, no, I wasn't really. I wasn't actually thinking about you. I was just speaking on a topic and saying, here's the version that I. And you have to be part of that, that topic, but not talking about you well like you know i say i talk about my sister how we don't get along and she thinks i'm toxic and i think she's toxic and you know really it's her story versus my story and the facts are in the middle and you know my my facts are my heart and my truth and her facts are her heart and her truth and until either one of us is like hey you know you were right or hey you were wrong or it's not going to resolve. So I don't see that happening, but you know, I'm, I'm comfortable in my space enough to be like, here's how I see it. Here's, here's my truth. And does everything I say have to do with everything that's related to her? No. Or, you know, my ex even, or, you know, a friend that I don't talk to anymore. If they talk, if they hear that podcast and be like, well, that's not the truth. Well, that's good. That's your truth. And, but thanks for, Hey, but thanks for listening. Thanks for listening though. Appreciate it. And that's, that's the part of it too. Like, you know, especially like with politics or anything, we hear what we want to hear yep. and we tune out what we don't. So we don't ever really hear the truth unless we're willing to absolutely be open to all ends of it and live in that neutral space. And you know, you know what, that's what you feel. I'm great, but here's what I feel. And I hope you respect it enough to like, you know, here you go. But I think the podcast has really helped. Um, it's been a gift. It actually has been a really big gift in my life. And David's been a gift in my life. And yes, you know, puts me out of my spot, out of my shit and, you know, puts me on the spot all the time. And I think it, it really makes you question what you actually feel. Cause one day I might be super fucking pissed off because you were five minutes late, but I actually one, wasn't really pissed off because I got five one extra day. minutes. One day. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank God, not or, working this no. week. Hey, thank, thank God you're done working. Whoo, Lord! Right? Fuck off, you. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna, we're gonna shout out to all the people that listen to us. Uh, this is just the last, the last episode. Don't you know how I, I can always fill in your empty space. What? I mean, this is why we work. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but anyway, so we're gonna, uh, have, we're gonna. Uh, shout out to all the shout people out. and wish them well this holiday season. Yes. And then next episode, we're going to have something different. I- I'm going to break out something different. Ooh. Yeah. The whiskey. Yep. The Ooh. whiskey. See, <laughs> we're going to do a drunk. You know, it'd be cool. You know, it'd be cool if we could get as many people on here that have been on here on this podcast at once. At once. From home. Oh, yeah. That'd all, be cool, all huh? People? Yes. We could, Let's we do could, that. we could zoom them in. Anyway, if so. If you have been on Divorce Devil, Reach out to us and see. Tell us if you're available. Um, no, we're gonna call you uh, because oh, we're gonna call your we'll friends. Call you yeah, yeah, I'm gonna call you out. So anyway, so so um, special shout out to Carl Springs, Colorado, Leatherhead, Surrey. That's that's got to be England, I think, or Scotland. Sure, Germany, Surrey, I think. So. Um, St. Louis, Missouri, Denver, Colorado, Frankfurt, Amman, um, Hesse, Glendora, Arizona. Lovington, New Mexico. Now, all those previous names were multiple listeners, more than Ooh. one. Yeah, so so they're sharing and stuff in their cities, or Keep or they, or they're listening to it twice because they don't understand us. So are they sending it to all their friends and making going, them listen? What did they say? Let's what? Let's listen that one more time. And so for rest of them, we got uh, Totsfield, Massachusetts, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Portland, Oregon, Geneva, Geneva, uh, Melbourne, Victoria. 
Carrick on Shannon County Litrim. Wow. Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, Houston, Texas, Mesa, Arizona, Cleveland, Ohio, Bothell, Washington, Petroria, Guten, Gutten, Hobart, Tasmania. What? (laughs) Tasmania, man. What? Perth, Western Australia, McKinney, Texas, Avon, Ohio, Mars, Pennsylvania. Mars, man. Out there with Venus and Uranus. Not Uranus, but Uranus. Uh, <laughs> San Marcos, California. Medford, Oregon. Highland Park, Illinois. Clint- Clinton Township, Michigan. D11, Wisconsin. Opitlika, Alabama. Whoa. West Broomfield, Michigan. Grays, Thurrock. Columbia, Illinois. Elwood, Indiana. And Madison, Indiana. A lot of Indianas. Yeah. Interesting. Who's in Indiana that we know? I don't know. Anybody? Uh, hey. They listening. I mean, they need help. Is it cold there? Got to do something. Yeah, uh, folks. It's it's it was minus twelve this morning. I think Carl Springs. It's like nine, minus eighteen or something. Yeah, right like there. right now it's like zero. So it's a heat wave going on. So and then <laughs> then what was interesting though Sunday we got freaking freaking um uh fifty fifty three degrees Sunday. Yeah, that's crazy. Merry Christmas. Yes. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, hey, wait. Listen, listen to the next podcast. It, it's going to be a doozy. We'll have to yeah. uh, look them up and get, and get them get them going. But go ahead. So, what do you have any new traditions for Christmas since you're a Grinch? Or do you- <laughs> <laughs> damn, since you're a Grinch. Well, I mean, Grinch you is- have to make it. I mean, you're you're making you're making a new life with your woman and families and stuff like that. And your kids are older. Do you do something that you like to do every year? Like some people go to the movies after they open other gifts or some people do something. What's one thing that you do now that you didn't do when you were married that you look uh, We started this tradition last year. We have a, um, a, one of those uh, fire pits and we put it in the driveway and just make the biggest fire on Christmas Eve that oh, night. That's cool. And people come and have hot chocolate, stuff like that. So that's kind of cool. The neighbors yeah. think the neighbors think you know the neighbors think we're gonna burn stuff down, so that's always cool. But you know the Grinch is gonna fake it. The Grinch will fake it till he makes it, because that's how and I that's roll. Growth, David, I'm yeah, very proud growth. of you. And each year I'm gonna fake less, fake less, selfless, fake less. There we go. Oh, I each stopped year. faking it when I got divorced. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, damn. <laughs> no, I just want to let you know that I really appreciate you and I love you. And I, I appreciate love you. Love you to death. And next and week, this. next next week, we're going to kick some ass, though. We're going to have at least four or five people on this screen. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Let's go big or yeah. go home. And they, the new because year, everybody's the new off loss, work. Oh. Everybody's Actually, off work. Month. So, yeah. Well, All we'll right. make it happen. All right. We make stuff happen. Well, everybody out there, have a ter- terrific Christmas. And uh, to all the Grinches out there, you know, I love you. We take monetary presents. Uh, to all the non-Grinches, um, to God help you. <laughs> Praise Buddha. Hey. Praise Buddha. Pray. Hey, hey, hey. Hit me, Lord. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. All right, everybody. Praise Jesus. Have a nice night. Merry love Christmas. Bye. Bye-bye.